Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. In Proverbs 26, we find two verses right in a row that appear to be saying opposite things. Proverbs 26.4 says, Answer not a fool according to his folly, lest thou also be like unto him. Then verse 5 follows with, Answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own conceit. One verse says, Answer not a fool according to his folly. And the very next verse says, Answer a fool according to his folly. Only a foolish skeptic would look at these two verses and call them a contradiction. Because only a foolish editor would put such blatantly contradictory statements one right after the other without catching his mistake if these were simply a contradiction. No, these two statements do not contradict each other. They actually support each other. They work together to help us understand when to respond to a fool and when not to respond to a fool. We've all been in situations where someone was boldly spewing out foolishness, and we wondered, should I respond to this guy? Should I set him straight? Or should I just let him keep making himself look ridiculous? Sometimes it happens at work. Sometimes at a family get-together, or in the waiting room at the doctor's office. Many times we finally speak up when we're pushed to the point of, that's it, I can't take it anymore. But that's not a safe standard for when to respond and when not to respond, because when you get to that point, you're usually close to boiling out of control. The best standard is the one given to us in Proverbs 26, 4 and 5. God's warning us not to respond when responding will make us look as foolish as the other guy looks, but to respond when our silence will cause the fool to dig even deeper into his foolishness. When might answering cause us to also be like unto the fool, to look as foolish as he looks? There are many possibilities. For starters, don't argue with a person who isn't in control of his own mouth. Don't ever argue with someone who's drunk. You'll be tempted to think, well, he's drunk and I'm sober. Obviously, I can win this debate. But what invariably happens is the sober guy winds up stooping to the drunk man's mentality. And the sober man winds up looking cruel at best or incoherent at worst. Don't respond to the arguments of someone who is driven by a bad spirit. When a person has an angry, bitter, hateful spirit, they'll try very hard to create an angry, bitter spirit in you. And if they succeed, they win. No matter how on point your argument might be, when you lose control of your spirit, you've lost. And you look like the fool. Answer not a fool according to his folly when you don't have a firm grasp on the truth. It's tempting to want to debate with someone who's telling other people, Creation has been proven false by science. Everybody knows that the Bible was written by men. Archaeologists have shown that Jesus never even lived. And you think, somebody needs to shut that guy up. But if you're not prepared with solid facts, it's not wise to try to meet him at his level of foolishness, lest you look foolish and you wind up being a very poor representative of Jesus. So what do you do? 
You can answer the fool, but just not according to his folly. Let him rage in his foolishness. Then respond with a sincere, God bless you, my friend, or a genuine, I'm praying for you, or if it's appropriate, a simple, I love you. With a right spirit, none of these answers is according to the fool's folly. When do you answer the fool according to his folly? Proverbs 26.5 says, Answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own conceit. When you have a solid answer to the fool's foolishness that forces him to think, a solid answer that makes him confront the truth, a solid answer that directly addresses his error, then answer the fool according to his folly. When you can answer the fool's folly and you do not, your silence causes him to say, See, I knew I was right. And you've helped him to be wise in his own conceit. Of course, 1 Peter 3.15 instructs us to be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. The more we know what we believe and why we believe it, the more often we can answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own conceit. The perfect model of answer a fool according to his folly, lest he be wise in his own conceit, was the Lord Jesus. Like when he answered his critics about divorce, about paying taxes, and about loving your neighbor. And though Jesus is known for being silent before his accusers during his trial, he did answer Pilate in John 19.11 after Pilate foolishly stated that he had the power to crucify Jesus. Jesus knew when to answer and when not to answer. Christian, life and death are in the power of the tongue, and the principles of God's Word will help you get it right. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.